and let like a big thing is like shifting your mindset to thinking instead of working more, I want you to do less and have more fun because that just attracts this energy that you put out there attracts, but like, okay, instead of going after 15, maybe clients that are going to close anywhere from 150 to say 500,000, let me just go after 10 big fish, right? Let me just 10 big fish. Let me shift it and see if that will work. I've learned so much over this first year of podcasting, and I wanted to share with you guys the 10 most life-changing lessons that I've learned this year. So I created a document, and it's on my website. What you're going to do, you're going to go there. It's going to be 10 life-changing lessons. Click on that button. It'll ask for your email address so I can email it to you. Sign up for it, because these life lessons radically changed the way I viewed my life and the way I started living. It helped me to get better in the areas that I've so desperately wanted to see progress and growth in. And because I know they helped me, I really believe that they will help you. And I wanted this to be a gift for you guys. So I really hope you enjoy this gift and go to the website, thewholepersonpodcast.com to get it. It's free. And I hope you guys enjoy and learn as much as I did from it. So today we get to talk to a new friend of mine who is also in the same networking group or business company that, that I'm a part of here in Oklahoma, but she's in a different state. And so we actually were able to connect through a networking group that's spreading throughout the states, which is really cool to be a part of in general. So I highly recommend yeah. you doing that for your own business, but I want to welcome my new friend, boss babe, Carissa Williams. How are you? I'm great, Evan. I am really, really good. Thank you. Good. So we are at a very unique time in our history. Today is election day. Whoever hears this is hearing after the fact, already knows the results, probably has already gone through whatever emotions that they're going through. But as a personal coach for both mental and physical well-being, when it comes to dealing with disappointment and changing your mindset, what advice would you give someone if they're in a place of struggle or disappointment, whether it's the election yeah. or anything else in life? Yeah. Great question. That's great. And then coming out of COVID and just like the times that we are living in in 2020 are insane and they can take a toll. They can make us feel like we are overwhelmed, stressed out, maxed out, you know, like ready to be done with it. I know a lot of people are looking for that reset in 2021. Um, honestly, Evan, there's, some, there's a lot of great advice out there, but number one thing is that I think that's let me keep my head just super clear and focused in on, on may on thriving, right? Like thriving, not just business in my business, but also in my life. It's just that, that attitude, of gratitude and staying so positive. I truly believe that like focusing in on what you want to focus in on and, and what brings you joy and happiness is a huge key to my success. Like it's kind of like a shield, like my Wonder Woman shield, but it's just like, no, like nothing can touch me when I'm in this state of awesomeness. And, and I just, I literally don't surround myself with any of that. So when COVID hit, you know, I tuned in every day for like, five minutes, got the latest update. What do I need to do? And then I got out, right? I didn't let that consume my life. I don't let the election consume my life. I don't let, you know, um, 
all this hate and stuff get to me because I just stay in my lane, right? Like a horse, I put my blinders on and I stay in my lane. So that's honestly a, a big piece of advice that I would give any person, any entrepreneur, any you know professional, any stay-at-home mama is to just stay focused on the positive, stay focused on it. You know, that it's so hard to do that because so many things out there are screaming for your attention mm-hmm. and they do a great job of getting your attention. So in terms of putting on your blinders, what are some practical steps that someone could do to help narrow their focus into what they need to focus on versus allowing so many other influences to affect their mind, their emotions, their will, their disciplines and habits. Yeah, hundred percent. So number one thing is to check your priorities, right? I would say, what are your top five priorities? Most people, and, and, and priorities are amazing because we can have such similar priorities. Like we can all probably say family or work or ourselves. But really what that means, you know, for, for you. So what about your family is, is a priority for you? So we say, check your priorities, know them. You can learn, like you can use that same tip and just your business. Like what are five things that I have to, like, what are the pillars of my business that I have to stay focused in on? Um, so check your priorities and understand what is important to you. Like if I ripped that away from you today, what would you do? Like nobody's business to get that back, right? That's a high level priority right there. So once I think that you know what your priorities are, right, whether that's happiness, connection to nature, my business, um, you know, my relationship to my, my spouse or my partner, no matter what that is, a great tool then is to detox everything else out. And I'm going to tell you that all day long, like declutter, detox, purge it out. So when it comes to social media, right, it's bam, bam, bam in your face every day. And so many people are addicted to just scrolling through that crap. I literally unfollow people who are negative. You know, if you leave a negative comment, boom, you're done, right? Life's too short to be surrounded by negative, you know, negative uh, people or just toxic energy. So social media is a great way to like completely detox. Like I only follow people I want to see. And typically when life is crazy, I want to follow influencers at that time, right? I've got Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, um, you know, Cy Walkman, man, leadership. Like I just dive in to people that I want to see the information to. Gabby Bernstein's another great one. Um, the second tip is, you know, to, to shut the TV off and to quit. Cons- you are in control of your life. First of all, a lot of people think like it, that they allow that kind of crap to consume your life. It's like check in, check out. Don't turn the TV on again until after you're done for the day. Don't just have it playing in the background. Um, and then a third tip to keep track of all that goodness in your life so that you stay positive. I do this with my clients. Like every time I have a conversation with them, I'm like, what's going good in your life? What can you celebrate? Let's brag for a minute. And, and I make them keep track of their wins. I don't know if you can see like, but my board, I have a section that says weekly wins. And every single time that something puts a smile on my face, Evan, I literally go get my whiteboard marker and I write it on the board. And then every Friday I kind of reflect and I'm like, wow, my life is really awesome right now. Like things are good. And I'm not just talking big celebrations and big wins. Like I'm talking, you know, anywhere from nailing a brand new client, selling a home all the way down to like, you know what? I went two hours without, you know, like getting distracted at, by Candy Crush. And I feel really good about that. So like put it in on the win. I have a teenager who like never wants to talk to me and eat dinner with me. And, and when he says, mom, can we go have dinner together? I'm like, yes, that's a win. Absolutely. It makes me feel good. So priorities, um, 
and then you know reflect yourself there um and 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 detox everything else just let it go it's not worth your energy mm, that's so good have you ever heard of the book emotional detox you know i've heard of it i haven't read it i think it's in the queue probably one out of like 500 that i need to read right no it's it's a good book she uh Sherrianna, she's she's a great lady. She was actually one of my very first people I interviewed, but um, great, great lady. So you have this, well, it's a trademark. You trademarked it so no one else can own it. But this idea that you really speak heavily about called boss up. And, you know, you're we have a pretty split audience, male and female. You tend to work more with females, but tell us, uh, gender neutral here, what is the idea of boss up? Because we hear that and we're like, okay, just just do harder, just just work better, just, you know, but what, go in detail about what's it mean to boss up? Oh my God. I love this question. Yes. So boss up, right? So yes, as a female coach speaker, right? That's my mission and purpose is to help men and women boss the heck up, boss up. And what that means is to me, boss up means challenge yourself, right? Step outside of your comfort zone, surround yourself with people that will, will help you rise up, um, overcome a tough situation. I mean, I know all about hardship, and everyone I'm sure does. We all have a story. We all have a past. We've all struggled with something from time to time. I just happen to have like, you know, childhood, you know, um, abuse and teenage abuse and toxic relationships and divorce and obesity. Like I have bossed up almost every season in my life as a child, as a teen, as a young adult, and now as a, as a little older an adult. Um, but I have bossed up and that means is you can either pivot or you can stay stuck, right? You can either rise up or, or you can stay stuck. You can become the victim and love, like love that area, or you can like learn to release the victim mindset and just shift and say, you know, I'm the warrior. I'm going to do this. And I, I, I coach a lot of women, but I think a lot of men can relate to that because it's like, yeah, do the damn thing, right? Boss up. Um, but don't forget that, you know, the, the journey when you're bossing up is just as important. The lessons that you're learning along the way, every step that you go through, all the fire, the pain, um, you, it's all a part of that process of bossing up. And when you can step back and learn, wow, what did I learn from a failed 14-year marriage? What did I learn from, you know, leaving the corporate world to becoming my own coach? What did I learn in, in the relationship that I got pregnant at 15 in, you know, like all these things. Um, that you have to learn and you have to go through that pain, but that's what bossing up is. COVID was great for us, right? Where a lot of people were like, like stressed out and high anxiety and worrying every day. I was bossing up. I was saying, this isn't going to get the best of me. And instead I'm going to pivot. I'm going to shift and I'm going to write a book. I'm going to redo my website. I'm going to use this downtime because I did see quite a step back in, in my, my, my clients. And I use that to, you know, like that precious time to boss up in my business and in my life. So that's what, you know, being a boss is a lot of women are like, I'm not a boss. I'm like, you're a boss of your life. Like, man, you are a boss of your life. You know, you're a girl boss, lady boss, boy boss. I don't care, but boss the heck up. Like that's, you can either choose to stay stuck or you can choose to rise up and, and boss up and live your best life. You know, when I think about this idea of bossing up and why people choose to stay a victim, like you said, or, or become a victor, 
I think this idea of growing pains mm-hmm. is a real thing that, okay, if I'm going to boss up, if I'm going to hustle, if I'm going to push myself, it's going to be painful. Yeah. And a lot of times people run from pain to pleasure. And yeah. so apathy is a lot less painful than actually going through the struggle and becoming better. But mm-hmm. apathy over a long period of time creates deterioration. And when that happens, then there's a more significant lasting pain of, you can call it a victim mentality, you can call it financial depression, you can call it mental emotional depression. You know, look at a body, look at someone's body. You can go through the physical gains of getting strong mm-hmm. and healthy, or you can do nothing and not take care of yourself and be in decline. Because either way, you're, you're, there's no neutral yeah. ground. There, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. there really isn't either you are growing or you're yeah. in decline. Yeah, um, I would 100% agree. So what are your thoughts about some things that someone has to do mentally and emotionally to make the push to be willing to go through pain? Mm. Um, well, I think you have to really evaluate because when we think pain, a lot of people establish that with failure, right? A lot of people are like, I don't want to go through that in fear of like failure. And I think you have to recognize that there are lessons and, and you know, like wisdom in failing. Like you need to fail your way to success. I know every which way not to coach a client now because I've taken on every client that isn't my ideal client, right? So Um, I think that mentally and physically, you have to hit a reset. And my reset button, when I talk on this, it's all about, it's an internal thing you have to do for yourself. Um, And and over time, you create this, like I have a five-step framework that I'll I'll share with you here in a minute, but over time, that just becomes automatic. Um, But every single step back, every moment of crappiness, you know, like just like the muscle in order to get stronger, you have to rip it apart. You know, you literally rip your muscles apart to, to create gains and get strong. And, you know, you get to, to get tough hands, you create calluses that hurt and that bleed and that causes pain. So, you know, like what are the difference I think is that like successful people and people who choose to, you know, boss up or rise up or whatever, go through that pain is they've understand, they understand like internally that they have, they have to go through it. And, and the best way to do that is to step back and kind of do like some self-reflection. Hey, when's the last time I went through something that was challenging me? Okay. And then when you can recognize, oh, I survived, right? So often we get paralyzed like women or men who are getting ready to leave their job to start something brand new. That's what I did in 2019. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a leap of faith. I'm going to create my own business. I'm going to create my own path. I'm going to boss up and, and do the dang thing. So I, you know, I just did it and I visualized the, the end result. And I think that that's really important, but my five-step framework really just breaks it down after you've kind of realized, wow, I have overcome, I have lived through some pretty painful times and, and guess what? I'm still here to tell the story. So nothing has beaten me, but the five-step framework is just simple five questions. So question number one is what is one thing that you're challenged with right now? Like, what are you struggling with? So I think once you can create awareness then it, it takes like, it's not such a deep thing. That's like weighing you down. Like, let me just talk about what, what I'm struggling with. 
and accept that I am struggling because I am a human being and that's going to happen. So once you can, you know, ask yourself that, what am I struggling with right now? Maybe you're a single mom and, and you're struggling with finding support or help, you know, just putting that out there. Question number two it, to ask yourself again is what is one thing that I can do right now that's going to help me with my situation? One thing. My business, my body every day is built on one thing, 1%, 1% better. And so what is one thing that you can do right now to help you get through this challenging time? So often I think people, they get stuck in the how, like how do am I going to food prep? How am I going to lose weight? How am I going to work out? How, 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 how? And instead just taking one empowered action step forward, like one thing will start like this giant snowball effect. The right. third thing is to realize, and I'll be quick. The third thing is, you know, you have to realize that you're not alone and that you can create a tribe of support. You know, if you know you got Evan that you can call on when you're really frustrated with that house, right? Like, you know, you got experts that are there to help you. So figure out who can help you. The fourth is, is how do you learn to let go? And that's really the hardest, I think, out of all the steps is you need to let go of the stories that are holding you back. Your past doesn't define you, that the excuses that you're telling yourself every single day you can let those go. You can shed them like a snake and let them go and walk into a new direction. And then the fifth is always to reconnect with your why. Um, I think that that's really important. Every season of my life, I've gotten through that moment of uncertainty because I have figured out what is motivating me to get out. So that's probably the biggest thing is to understand your why and reconnect with it. Those are the five steps that I literally do when I'm going through a tough time. I don't have to write them down anymore because I've been doing it so often that I literally just stop. What am I challenged with? Who can help me? What's one thing I can do? What do I need to let go of? And how can I reconnect with my why? Right. So let's do this. Let's play this game out. Let's, let's go through this. And I will just be open with, with these questions in, in my life and feel free to do the same with yours. And where I'm, what am I currently struggling with? Yeah. Um, what are you struggling with? Great question. There, I, I'm not 100% sure because my business is doing fairly well. We're having a kid. So a lot of good things are happening right now. I think if, if I have to pick one, um, it would be, I, I would like to double my business. I would like to go from, you know, 15 transactions a year to 30 transactions a year or 25 transactions a year. Still 15 is great, um, but I want to double, you know? So I would like to do that. I think that would be, one of my my struggles where I'm currently Perfect. at, and it I've hit that glass ceiling um, consistently over the past few years of, of you know hitting that that same number over and over. So I'd say that would be my consistent struggle. Awesome. So when it comes to doubling your business and really just doubling down um, in that area from 15 to 30, what is one thing that you can do that you know? will get you a sale or how, you know, once one step that you can do so that you can start to double that business. I think the one, it would basically go on more appointments. If I can go on more appointments, then I have a higher likelihood of 
getting more business. So I would say creating more, more leads, more appointments would be, be that thing. And if I backtrack it, like, okay, from, so for more business, it would be more appointments for more appointments. It would be more leads for more leads. It would be uh, spending more time lead generating, which, you know, in general, it always goes back to, to lead generating business, um, which I have a few ways that I'm doing that, uh, which then probably even goes back even further to scheduling time. Um, probably because I don't, I do so many other things as well that being, um, being a better calendar time blocker would, would probably be the best. So that'd probably be systems because there's other yep. things. So like, so like this year, you know, I have more leads. I have more business than I've ever had. So that's good. Mm-hmm. I want more. And so maybe, maybe it's not just, maybe it's not just more business, but maybe it's better systems to, yeah, to help me with coaching here just a yes, little bit, please, because go you for mentioned, it. you know, like, and sometimes you got to talk it out. Right. So what, what's really challenging you at the end of the day is this management system, the systems of how can I create this more time? How can I stay more focused and productive? Maybe I am going to ask you to think, do you really want more appointments? Do you want, what's the real reason why you want to double the business? Is it the income or is it, you just love working and you want to double all those appointments up? Ooh, that's a great question. So I just want more income. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. So why not take on bigger clients and let like a big thing is like shifting your mindset to thinking instead of working more, I want you to do less and have more fun. Cause that just attracts this energy that you put out there attracts, but like, okay, instead of going after 15, maybe clients that are going to close anywhere from 150 to say 500,000, let me just go after 10 big fish, right? Let me just 10 big fish. Let me shift it and see if that will work. See if, you know, and maybe you have to shift like the area that you're serving in. Maybe, you know, I'm just, I'm asking, um, cause most people don't want to work more. They just want, you know, more income because you guys can, you can do more with more income. You know, you're providing, right. your family's growing. So when I think, oh, you're, you're going to have a baby, that's awesome. And as a wife's perspective, like a, or a mom, I'd be like, I don't think so. You're already busy now. Like I'm going to need your help. Right. So I'm going to just kind of ask you to think outside the box. Like how can you double your income so that, um, so that still leaves you time to do fun things like this podcast. And like, there's so many other things that you want to do. Like you're a busy man. No, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing too, is, uh, eventually what I'd like to get to is just owning a real estate company, Mm -hmm. hiring someone else to manage it and me making profit that way and then yeah. be podcasting full time. That probably won't be an income producer because it's very difficult to make a lot of money <laughs> doing a podcast, <laughs> but I would like to speak. I would like to be an author and, and coach and travel and, and do those things. Yeah. And so well, ideally I would, I would that would be that. Look at, yeah. Yep. And as, a, as, and as someone who like, I can see that for you. So I'm going to say what's holding you back from saying, screw it. Like, I'm just like, I know what I'm doing as an agent, but now I'm ready to boss up. And I want to take like, what plan, what every day, what's 1% you can do every day. That's going to lead you to getting that, that, that business that everyone else is a worker bee. And now you get to do all the fun stuff and still be earning in it a living. Like that's something for you to strategize, you know, on is like, 
Okay. I love this. Like, why am I waiting? I used to say, Oh, when I'm in five years when my, my coaching business is really successful, then I will start marketing me as a, as a motivational speaker and a trainer. And my coach was like, Carissa, why are you waiting? You can do both at the same time. Right. And in fact, you know, like, she's like, you have such a powerful story and message. Like, I'm going to encourage you to just maybe shift your thoughts around. You can do both right now and work towards that big dream of becoming a speaker. So, um, yeah, I'm going to ask you to do the same thing, you know, just plan out five things of what you need to do, who you need to start meeting with to, to for you to boss up and level up in that area. Okay. Um, well, let's see, does that answer, go to the next question? So what's the one thing I can do right now that can, um, let's see, that I can do to help myself yeah, in that area? 1%, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so go back to the real challenge, which is the time management, right? Um, you know, like more being just more productive with the time you have, because we all wish we had more time to do more. Um, so it's like, really, when we look at that, do I need to get better at time blocking? Do I need to start scheduling and color coding everything? Like, you know, do I need to set working hours? Like what, what is the one thing that you can do that will allow you to be more productive during the day so that you don't have to, you know, take into family I, time? I think right now it would probably be, as you know, probably be a better steward of my calendar <laughs> only because uh, moment of truth and vulnerability here. I think I, I well, not, I don't think I know last week we we're supposed to do a podcast and I just, I totally blew it and forgot. And then you text me like, Hey, all right. I haven't had the link yet. And I'm like, crap, you're right. I haven't sent you the link. When are we podcast? And she goes, uh, 10 minutes from now. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> So yeah, she knows my problems, uh, but really, so like, because here's what I did with my calendar and, and my, my current broker, um, we're, we're trying this thing where, because before, I mean, I had it, Google calendar color coded, a whole bunch of stuff on there. And he asked me to reset my calendar and take everything off and don't put anything on it unless if I know I'm going to show up and do it. But what happened was now that, because there were so many things I just started putting on my calendar that I didn't do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it went from being a, this is happening at this time to a, Oh yeah, I'd like to try to get this done in the, at this yeah. time. And then I just didn't to when I, when I hit the reset to get everything off, then I just kind of stopped putting stuff on there and, and I haven't made that <laughs> shift to only putting things on there that I intend to do. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. So Can go I for advise? it. Yes. Five priorities in your business to grow, to pick the income. And I want to go with that because that is, you know, like nobody wants to work that much. And I don't want to hear you say, I'm going to double my appointment. I'm like, whoa. Um, so pick the income as the goal, right? And then I, five things that I need to do to reach that goal. Those are your five business priorities. Is it networking? Is it, you know, um, lead gen? Is it just being vulnerable out there on and do more Facebook lives to just get my name out? Maybe it's get my lit license in another state so that I can branch off. Um, whatever that is, those five things. And for like a couple of months, because I'm a, I'm a schedule junkie. I mean, you're going to figure that out <laughs> as we grow our relationship. I am a time blocking scheduling junkie. And I even schedule it like everything from the self-care sandwich, morning of the day, my day starts at 4am. My, you know, my, even my power down hour is on the schedule um, for me to start like winding down, detoxing from, you know, electronics, things like that. It's all on the calendar. Um, but it's, it doesn't go on there unless it's a priority of mine. 
So mm-hmm. taking care of my body, right? My workouts on there, taking care of my health and my mind, reading time is on there, like education and just like, yes, right? Uh, marketing as, as, a, as a solopreneur, like marketing, I run every hat. So I have to be super diligent when it comes to my time, but it all goes back to those five priorities. And what is it that's going to get you into your 30, you know, your income of 30, 30 clients? That's the, the kicker is, and everything else, I swear, once you know what your priorities are, it makes it real easy to say no, right? Oh, you know what? Let me look at my calendar and see if I have any, you know, time for a one-to-one. You know what? I don't. I'm so sorry. You know, like it tells you, it's, it makes it easy for you to say no, because we as people, we are people pleasers and we want to say yes to everyone and we want to help because that's who we are. Like we are by nature, we want to help. But at the end of the day, all that busy work isn't getting you to the goal that you want to be achieving. So if it is, if it doesn't match that five, like honestly and realistically, then it's a, mm, sorry, bye-bye. I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I have to stay focused, put those blinders on. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as we were talking about things for, for business and hitting hiring clients, I do have an idea that I'm not going to share out loud with everyone because it's my idea yes. and I want to keep it secret. <laughs> yes. um, but there's an idea that I've had for a while that I need to do. But at the same time, I shouldn't say, but I think one way I can get more clients without going on more port- appointments is I probably need to become more diligent and get at, be cre- at creating real estate content. Um, mm. Because I went mm-hmm. from being super diligent to creating that to really diligent at doing podcasts and stuff. And then I kind of stopped doing the real estate stuff and I kept working in other areas of real estate, but not creating content like I had been. And so, mm-hmm. you know, doing that would probably help just create more reputable, reputable. Mm-hmm. You are the authority, um, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Create a more yep. reputable brand in that area. So, and then let's see. Next one was create a tribe of support. I got that one down with my brokerage. (laughs) I I mean, I switched to my brokerage because they said, hey, we'll give you a transaction team to help with your paperwork. And I was like, okay. Yeah. They made made me an offer I couldn't refuse. And so literally they, so I, I I got that. And then, I want to encourage you though yeah. to think outside, right? Like a lot of people, I remember my very first mentor, um, because the beautiful part when you reach outside of your your tribe, like your friends and the people that you like, they're those those bro, like they're in that industry, right? So maybe finding a mentor outside of that industry. I don't want to plug a coach, but I love coaching. Obviously, I'm going to, but finding like fresh perspectives. You know, it's like, have you thought about this? Because sometimes when you get in the day-to-day grind, when I was back at the body shop for seven years, I worked at a body shop and we just consumed ourselves with our own problems. And we talked to like industry related people and that was great. But I forgot what made us grow so quickly is that I forgot, like I was asking us why I was like, well, why do we do things like that? And I'm not questioning you. It's, I just want to know. And through the curiosity of like coming in from a fresh set of eyes, I was like, well, why, why, why do you make appointments? Like, why do you do that? Like, why not schedule a, a pre-call, you know, or, or whatever? Like you just start to think outside the box, which, mm-hmm. um, so just maybe someone to add to your tribe that isn't your wife uh, or your partner, because we all do that. We all go home and we complain <laughs> or we, you know, try and strategize and we just, we need solutions and that's what we need for our problems and, and strategy. So I would encourage you to pick one person and just choose one, you know, and ask them, 
Hey, could I, you know, put you in my tribe that you're going to help hold me accountable to my goals. Um, and you're gonna be able to, if I have a problem, I don't just want to come to vent to you. I want us to come up with solutions. Um, so maybe think outside just the brokerage. Okay. Learn to let go. This mm. is something that I feel like I've been doing a little bit better at mm-hmm. um, this year. So one, speaking of my brokerage, I'm letting go of a lot of paperwork because they're helping me. So yay for that. Uh, The other things, you know, there's some, um, what do you call it? I, so uh, volunteer stuff Mm -hmm. that, that, that I let up and about a month ago, I just realized I'm going into a unique season of my life where it's COVID, it's new baby, it's business, it's studying for my real estate broker's exam, which I'm, I'm currently doing to level up there. Um, and so I started just saying no and mm. letting go of things that aren't 100% a priority until I can nail down some of these new things and mm-hmm. life becomes more consistent. So I feel like I've done fairly well in that. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to add or comment to that? Yeah, no, that's a great example is letting go. Sometimes it's, you know, I, I sat on so many boards and when I realized from going from a marketing PR position, that was my job is to get involved to now you're the coach and you're wearing so many hats. I'm like, and just networking groups, right? We can, this is very relevant for even anyone listening. If you're in networking groups, sometimes you have to let some of those go. You know, like I used to be in four or five a week and I'm like, I don't have four or five hours to be giving to networking groups. Um, so I need to pick maybe two of my favorites and, and then d- dive deeper, you know, don't go wider. So many people think, well, I gotta just go wide with how I'm going to grow and services I'm going to offer and blah, blah, blah. It's like get good, you know, pick one thing and then just go. But the, the let, the let go is a lot of internal stuff. It's the, I need to let go of the excuses that I make for myself for why I don't want to get up an hour earlier so that I could crush, you know, like, cause just think if I could get maybe healthier and I, and I was waking up and I had lots of energy, um, think about more things that I could do, um, in my one time. So a lot of people, the letting go physically, yep. Declutter your calendar, declutter the groups you're in. Um, but letting go of the excuses, catch yourself making them or the stories. A lot of people say that, you know, I'm broke. We don't have the money to afford that. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. Um, yeah, that's a story that you're telling yourself and just like, you know, um, you know, a game. That's the game you're going to play. That's the game you're going to win. If that's the story you're telling yourself. So, you know, that's um, very true. Cause in terms of, you know, you're, you're talking about broke. Um, and this is, I don't know, my wife doesn't like me talking about her too much, but, uh, I feel like this is a, a very good, good case. Um, I remember a little over a year ago, you know, I, she just, it seemed like she felt hopeless financially. You know, mm-hmm. we, we had my student loans, we had medical debt, we had a car loan. Um, and it just seems like at every turn, something was requiring another $7,000 in general. It's like, any, you know, any emergency that we had or, or any financial thing that came up, it was normally $10,000 or 7,000, like in between 10 to 7,000. It wasn't, you know... And so it's like, we'd save our money and then something would happen and then we'd save money. It's just like, we we're in this repetitive cycle and we couldn't pay down debt. And anyway, something happened, uh, uh, 
about a year ago. And one, I made the decision not to go into any debt. And then right after that, what happens? Two cars break down. We had no car for a while. So was I going to get in debt for a car or so we went without a car for a month, got, got the car fixed, got it back. And the other one, we waited six months to replace. But what started happening is we started seeing increase after we made the determination faced with the obstacle and we decided, no, we're still going to stick to our original plan. Then we saw increase and then we started paying off debt. And I just remember this year, even in the middle of COVID, my wife's just like, Evan, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. really good to, to hear. You know, we still have medical debt, um, hmm. but, you know, we're in a better, healthier spot than we've been in a long time because we've gotten rid of debt. And so now we've created more monthly margin um, and I don't want to give that margin up, you know? And even this year, you know, we've, during COVID, we've experienced like five-ish thousand dollars of unexpected expenses. Refrigerator goes out, dryer goes out. My wife breaks her phone and it's a very old phone. And so we don't want to buy another cheap old phone. So I, you know, I want her to have the nice phone. Then my phone breaks. And I just like, you know what? And this is where just on the, on the phone side, you get what you pay for. So I decided, you know, I'd do enough content creation that I decided to get the best iPhone that was out there. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and we could afford you it. Have to so change the story. Yeah. Change the story. You gotta start. Like I'm a huge meta, like I meditate every day and I, and I meditate the outcome and I visualize the outcome. So if you are broke, a thought, you know, change your relationship to money because everyone has a money story. You either grew up yeah. having so much, you didn't have to worry about it, um, which may be causing the reason, you know, like everyone has it as a story as a child, but it's like, what do you want instead? Like, let's create that money is a good thing and that we're, that we're opening it and that money flows to us effortlessly. And let's meditate on that. Like, what are you going to do with the money? Um, but a lot of times it's letting go of a money story. Like, like this constant repeat somewhere because our brains, right? Our bodies, we're all wired to come back to the comfort zone. And if you're constantly reliving a story, whether it's money, whether it's weight loss, whether whatever it is, it's because your body is like, oh, you're doing so good. Self-sabotage so that we can come back, right? Because this is where we feel comfortable. We feel comfortable being broke. We feel comfortable struggling. We feel comfortable with having to work 80 hours a week instead of like they're like, what? You don't work Friday? I'm like, no, if I don't want to work Friday, I don't work Friday. Like, I don't have to. I've created a business like that. Um, but it's, it's like, it's, that's, that's what I want. And that's what I manifest. And I truly believe that, that that energy. So if you're constantly thinking about how broke you are, how, how, you know, how many bills you have, like, that's constantly just reinforcing this, like, yep, just get back to being normal. Like that's normal. And, and instead change that story, change, you know, we love money and money loves us and just all kinds of, there's great books. I love Jen Sincero's book. Um, you know, the, how to be a badass. I think at making money, there's so many good ones, but it is all, it's a mindset thing. And if you're sales, you know, um, if you're in sales or your commission, like get, know your money story. You're either a really good salesman or you're like, why is this not working for me? And it's probably because you have a big money story. but yeah great job at letting go great job at like letting her feel like whatever you guys did this last year for her to be able to say i see the light at the tunnel amazing right i I commend you guys for for getting to that point 
Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened between becoming more financially stable. I lost mm-hmm. 30 pounds. Um, it's just been a really good year for us despite COVID. Good. And good. so, yeah. and it's only going to get better. So that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, it's only going up. Um, and then <laughs> the last one is uh, rediscover what your, what your why is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is one of probably my bigger struggles is knowing what my why, why is because for me, I've always wanted to be in vocational ministry. Um, I think there's a timing scenario with God on that where God has his time and his plans and his purpose. Mm-hmm. And until then, it's not going to happen um, mm-hmm. because I've always been the person to try to get out in front of God's time and make things happen. And so I'm in this <laughs> weird spot where I totally believe I have effort and energy and things I need to do to do that. But at the same time, I can't get out in front of God or else things are just going to fall apart like they've often have. And so for someone like me, I feel like I'm in, like, I want to speak. I want to teach. I want to write books. I, I want to do these things. And I believe it's coming. And there's some things I'm working on now. For example, this podcast, this is a great time and season to, to start building on. And so this has opened up to me and I'm doing that. But there's this war in between me of wanting it, not, not just wanting, but going after it, but not yet. It's like, you feel called, but you're not released. How do you, how do you struggle with, and I don't know if that's unique to me or if other people are like, I haven't even discovered their why. My why yeah. is I want to live out the heart of God by loving others back to life. And sometimes I don't do a great job of that because I, I for specific people, I like to troll them on Facebook. Um, <laughs> people that I, that I know that also tend to like to, to troll me. And so, um, it, you know, so sometimes I'm not the best example of that, but at the same time, I want to live that out more. And so ultimately, regardless of what I do, I can always do that. And it just looks different now than what I actually want it to look like. Mm-hmm. So how do I reconcile mm-hmm. that? Um, you said a lot there. Um, and the question is, is just to reconnect or to figure out your why. And yes, a lot of people don't know their why. Um, let me give you an example. I can have a call with a a female and she's like, well, I want to lose 30 pounds. And I said, well, why? And she's like, well, I want to be healthy. Why? I just keep asking until I finally get the juiciest detail of all. So why Evan, you said this, this is my why. What was your, that's like your mission. What, what was that? So living out the heart of God by loving others back to life. That's what I felt like God tell me is what he wants me to do. Okay. Now put that around into like normal terms. Like what does that mean to someone who isn't? Like- uh, well, so let's, let me take it this way. What would that, how would I operate that out? For me, I'd want that to be public speaking. That would be writing books. That would be traveling, pastoring. I'm creating a lot of content. Why do you feel called to do this? Like why, what, what gets you excited about that? Um, other than just really enjoying it and being good at it, I couldn't tell you at this point, I've, I've always felt called to that. And so there's just this inner burning and desire to be a public speaker and teacher that um, was there since I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And other than God, feeling God's calling towards that, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure I know how to answer that, to be honest. So if you want to help me discover this, let's, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was going to say, I would love to offer you a coaching call for it because it is something that is going to take a little bit um, of time because you have to understand that why for wanting to change. So until you're ready, until you understand that and, become, and, and until that why becomes more important than everything else that you're doing, then it is just like a side hustle. Like it's a side passion, you know, it's right. like, yeah, it's, it's important, but so is my real estate. Cause right now I'm making money in, in that. And that's what I need. Right. Sometimes you have to release that outcome of like, okay, that's nice. But what do you really want to do? Like I loved marketing, but God put me on this earth to serve and help other people boss up. Like literally I speak all the time. And they're like, your story has inspired me to do the same. I'm going to leave my toxic you know, relationship. He beats me. I'm tired of it. I'm getting out. Right. And, and that story, just your testimony, um, just like God's testimony, right? Like we are all inspired by that and, and, and the stories in the Bible. So it's like, you have to figure out what's like, you know, like God put me on this earth to do that and to share my message and the message and help people and, and do whatever that's more important. Now it's your turn. He's already put that in there. It's your turn to step into that. Right. And, and baby steps, one thing, what's one thing you can do, you know, that's going to get you into speaking a little bit more and just getting comfortable with that because empowered and inspired action are go- like, that's going to just feed the, the fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would love to offer you a coaching session to figure out that why, because, and there's a lot more here. Um, a lot of times it's even the stories that, you know, we're telling that we're still connected to, like, you know, um, the, the, it might be a story that while well, I'm waiting for God to like, present this perfect moment, you know, for me to step into this power. Well, he's already put it in there. He's waiting maybe for you to step up and before he can show you even more, he's already showed you that vision. You know, you already have it. Um, So you just have to figure out why, like, why is that important? Is it important because I want to show my kids, like, I want to leave this like legacy behind of like, yes, this is Evan. This is what he stood for. This is what he did. This is what he was called to do. And do you want that to be like your name that people remember forever? Like, it doesn't matter what your why is at the end of the day, you have to, that's something only you can figure out. And as a coach and mentors, like, it's so easy for us to bring that out in people um, just by continuing to be ask, keep asking. I don't give up until you hear it. And you're like, Oh, Oh snap. I think that's my why. Like that's what I, you know, but, uh, and I want to bring it down to like anyone who's listening. That's like, what is that besides, because you have a bigger, a bigger vision and you're wanting to understand your why. Let me give you a great example of just a simple why. Um, when I was 213 pounds, right. My why I realized that I looked at a picture of my mom and I saw all 320 pounds of her. I saw her battle with cancer and diabetes. I saw her lack of energy. I just saw her quality of life, right? Or that lack of, it was just crap. And, and I was like, I don't want that for myself because of my kids. I want to be around for my kids because I could see this cancer was killing her. And I was like, that's my why. And I think sometimes your why shifts, you know, because I've had a different why and motivation for wanting to change and step up every season of my life. And that was like, okay, I love you, mom, but you have been the perfect example of what I don't want to be. I don't want that for myself. And every day, that is what I reminded myself to get up, to go to the gym. I'm like, Chris, you don't want to go to the gym. And you're like, yes, you do, because you want to be living 10 years from now. So you ha- that was way more important than the stories that I was telling myself about food and, and, and that coping mechanism of like, you know, cause I coped with my, with my past with food, booze and work and, and all kinds of crap. 
And so I had to figure out the why. And it, and it just hit me, like it hit me. And sometimes it's a scary doctor's appointment that's like, you need to lose some weight. Or sometimes it's like this internal, like I was sitting on the couch and just, it happened. And I was like, oh my God, if I don't change, I'm going to, I could be dead in 15 years. I'm following the exact path my mom is. So you have to figure out that why. And then that's what you use every single day. You plant bits and pieces of that motivation. And then you take inspired action, getting outside that comfort zone just a little bit every day. And all of a sudden, like five years from now, you're like, Evan, remember us? We were on the show. Like you're famous and you're a speaker and you're teaching and like all that awesome stuff. But I truly believe God's already put that in you. It's up to you to kind of step in and be like, okay, God, I trust you. <laughs> I'm ready For if sure. you're ready. Like, and I know you're ready. So well, I'll definitely take you up on that on that coaching call. Um, and and speaking of that, how if someone wanted to use you as their coach, how would they get in contact with you? What what would be the best way that they could do that? Yeah, well, I want to just kind of put that out there. What type of coach I am? So I am certified life, health, and mindset coach. Um, but as a coach, I help high performing people, men and women, balance their life, health, and business. So that's really my my jam, right? I help people thrive in their business, their life, and their health. Um, and I truly feel like that creates this sense of balance that we're all striving for. Um, but the best way to contact me is. Um, sorry, through my website, right? You can always go to 365dailyhustle.com um, and all my contact information is there. I'm very active on Facebook, both on my personal page and 365dailyhustle. And then Instagram, that's 365.daily.hustle. And I, you can DM me, you can email me, you can call me. My information is out everywhere. You can Google me and you'll find me. Um, but yeah, those are the three best ways that people can, can find me if they're looking for a coach, if they're going through a transition, if, they're, if they've got this big goal, you know, and they're like, how do I get, how do I get there? I would love to help them boss up. Perfect. Now, I like to end each show with the same three questions. And so I'm going to do that with you. Right now, to make you sound more human, and more relatable because I find a lot of people like, oh man, she's just, she has it all together. No, you're human. You're human. You, you have, yeah. you have no I have low issues. days. <laughs> um, yeah. Right now in terms of, of struggle with, with self-talk, what would you, what would you say is the biggest lie that you're telling yourself right now in self-talk? Mm. <sighs> Some days I catch myself saying, Carissa, your story isn't good enough to be a badass motivational speaker. That, that's an honest story. Um, there are still days I struggle with obesity. There are still days that I'm like, Carissa, you're looking kind of fat and fluffy, right? Um, and there are days that my priorities are completely messed up, right? Work-life balance coach. And last week was a prime example. I have a, a, a giant international summit I'm a speaker for. I've got a book coming out, like all these amazing things. And I was sacrificing my family time and uh, thank God I had someone, you know, my, my partner in life, he's, he's like, you got your priorities mixed up this week, FYI, like check them. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. So hearing that honest truth and like taking it in and like, okay, you're right. Clearing the calendar. You're right. I got to hit the reset. Um, so I still, I still struggle with that. I still struggle every day. I have a band on my wrist that says you are enough because one day when I was from 14 to 17, I had a man that beat me and abused me. And he told me that I was never worth anything, that I was never going to amount to anything, that I was worthless, right? I was property. And still to this day, even though I've, I've healed and I've let a lot of in and let, let a lot go, 
um, I still sometimes that, that enough factor comes in. I'm not good enough as a coach to coach them. I'm not worthy enough. My story isn't good enough. Um, and, and I have to just recognize when the story comes and then hit the reset. It literally is. It's like, that's not you. That's not you. That's somebody else. And you are a badass boss, babe. And that's what I tell myself. I have to pep talk myself for a couple minutes on my, my bathroom mirror. It says, you are a boss, own your life, live it, you know, live in freedom. And, and every day I remind myself that I'm awesome because you have to be your own cheerleader. Sometimes you cannot rely on everyone else to, to do that for you. Yep. So what's the best decision you've ever made? <laughs> um, best decision to follow my heart. You know, I used to um, think about what other people would think about me all the time. Um, and, and as a, as a very large woman coming from that, like I was like, Oh my God, I just, I'll be so happy when I weigh less or I'll be so happy if I'm making X amount in my business. And at the end of the day, like I was so, I wanted, like, I wanted this image of what other people would think of me. And I was like, I don't really care anymore. Like I literally wake up and I'm like, I'm free, you know, like I may, like I'm, I'm going places, but, um, the best advice that I could give is to listen to your heart because your heart never steers you wrong. You know, in my opinion, God lives in my heart and there's no way he would put anything nasty in there. So if something comes across my plate and I'm like, that excites me. And I, I, I'm like, okay, I trust, right? If, if it's there, something was best to be. And I don't quite know what's going to happen, but I literally follow my heart. It's how I, you know, it's where I left a marriage. Um, that's where I left a corporation to start my own thing, which has never made me happier. Um, follow your heart, people. Awesome. And then the last is... Um... Last question. What brings you peace? Mm, what brings me peace? <sighs> That's such a good question. Cause I feel like I'm in this peaceful state now. Um, peace, I guess I get when I feel like I'm divvying out my energy in, into the right directions. So again, this sense of balance, people strive for that. And really, when I, when I ask people, again, the why, I say, well, what, why do you want work-life balance so bad? And they're like, well, I want peace and happiness. And I feel like I'm like, that's me. Um, because I just, you know, I divvy out just a little bit. But honestly, I guess when I think about it and I'm talking it, the, the key to bringing me peace is self-care. Um, I have to learn to love myself and love my story and love my past. Um, and I, I mentioned it earlier, self-care sandwich, right? Morning afternoon and evening, I am taking care of myself. I can't bless others, Evan, until I bless myself first. So self-care would be kind of what, what, ha what gets me to this state of like glow and peacefulness and thriving. Gotcha. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today and just sharing your, your wealth of wisdom and knowledge. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that, that call as well. And if, you've listened to this and you want to, to know more, definitely go check Carissa out at her website. We'll have it in our show notes as well as here in December, she has a master mind that she's going to be speaking on and just share quickly a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a five-day free masterclass that will be held online. It's teaching the strategies, the exact strategies, my proven process 
for how my life is thriving, right? How can we get our life, health, and our business or our careers to thrive in all areas? It's all about like just giving you my, my proven system, my frameworks on how I get my clients to the promised land. Like they go from frazzled to focus, you know, chaos to calm. And, and, and I can teach that. And, and this is a great masterclass. I'm giving actually a free coaching session, like a program away for whoever like shows up fully and plays big and does the homework comes with a whole, you know, um, three, six, five healthy hustle handbook. So it's just a great class. It's free. It's my gift. Um, and, and it's for busy people, like people that are trying to go after big things. It's not for complainers. It's not for people who are looking for an easy way out. Um, and you can get more information on that, um, more on the Facebook side and um, there's Facebook and Instagram are the best ways, or you can just email me and I'm happy to send you out the information. Um, but yeah, five day masterclass to getting your life into a thriving area, like thriving zone. Perfect. Well, Carissa, thank you so much for coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you again. I really enjoyed this, uh, this interview today. Likewise. Likewise. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. When I started this podcast, it was important for me to lead by example, that I wouldn't hide behind a fake mask acting like I've arrived and speaking from the mountaintop. My whole purpose was to be vulnerable about where I was, my failures, my struggles, and my successes, so that I could be a bridge, that I could be a gap in this process of showing people how to change in the areas of faith, family, finances, friendship, fitness, and fun, because that's exactly where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I had a coach years ago, and he was the first coach I've ever had. And he did it for a very affordable rate because I couldn't afford anything more than what he offered me. But he told me this, Evan, someday you're going to get in a spot where you're going to be able to give back to others. And I want you to remember what I'm doing for you here and now that it's made affordable so that you can actually go through it. He goes, I believe in you and I trust that you'll do this. And so because of that, it resonated within me that at a certain point when I felt I've had enough hard knocks that I had something to offer other people, I would start a coaching program. And this is that. I am now starting a coaching program and I'm gonna make it affordable because by the graces of someone else that helped me out when I was first starting my journey, I wanted to do the same for other people. So I'm going to offer a free 15-minute coaching phone call to anyone that wants it. You can go to the website, thewholepersonpodcast.com and sign up for that free coaching phone call. And if you're looking to have a longer extended coaching relationship outside of that first 15-minute phone call, I have the prices right up front. I'm open about it. And I'd be more than happy to see if we'd work well with one another and can help you reach and achieve the goals that you have in life. Guys, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the show.